Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Blog Talk Radio. here on March 9th, 2017. It's uh, Thursday because Block Talk Radio wasn't working yesterday when I was supposed to have my show. So I had to do a new introduction because I did tell you that one yesterday. Anyway, I'm going to get right into it. I've always wondered about something. You know what that is? I've always wondered, and you know if you've listened to this show, I wondered how good recruiters talk when they make a cold call. You know, I want to know, and I've always wanted to know exactly what words they use to get someone to listen to them and share information. And after all these years, I've kind of come to a conclusion about the bottom line in recruiting cold calls, and here it is. Basically, I don't usually use that word, but I'll use it here. Basically, a recruiting cold call just says, hi, I'm a recruiter. I'm working on a position that might interest you. Can we talk? And then you offer a thumbnail sketch of the position. Lots of recruiters will tell you, and they've told us here, that they don't understand the jobs they're recruiting for. They've never been practitioners, and they can't do the jobs themselves. So the key is simply that you have to be comfortable talking to strangers. If you sound scared and unsure of yourself, people won't think that you know what you're doing and they're going to back off. Now, I myself have always believed that it makes a huge difference if you were a practitioner before you became a recruiter. And I talked to a guy at an unconference once who was an accountant who became a recruiter, and he told me that his success as a recruiter was built on the fact that he'd been a practitioner before. He understands everything about the positions his clients give him, and he can ask his candidates all the right questions and assess their answers in a way that you and I can't. But you know what? I've also heard recruiters or seen them in print say that they've hired practitioners who failed because they didn't have any selling skills. What are the selling skills? I'm going to guess it means they didn't feel comfortable cold calling strangers on the phone. Okay? And one more thing. Lots of marketers say that people respond more to emotion than reason. You know what? I don't think that's true. It's possible 
it's possible some of you disagree with me. I don't know why, but you might. And if you do, all you got to do, here's the secret, is call Jerry Jerry. Recruiting animal. Are more than welcome. You know what? You know what, I had what, problems what? yesterday. You know I had problems with the show yesterday. You think oh. you might have called in early to help me make sure things are working well today? But no. The girl says one minute till showtime. Yeah, guess and what I was doing? Guess what I was doing? In. This is going to be a foreign concept to you, but guess what I was doing? I don't Making know. Replacement. Making oh, yeah. a placement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you made as many placements as you used to excuse your absences or, yeah. or gaps on this show, yeah. I know what you were doing. You were going to eat some Cheetos or making a sandwich. No, 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 no. Just uh, let me see what this guy's title is. Advanced Software Engineer. Okay. I just you know what? Guy. There's, like, there's not even half as many people called in today as it's called in. It's Thursday, man. Well, you know what? You it's knew this. Radio, their stinking platform. I've been here so long, and it doesn't work. At least it's working today. Well, I've got to tell you, thanks for all the prayers from Facebook and the golden light. Help? Well, we're on the air. Seems to work. All right. okay. With half the people, though. Yeah, well, you know what? Most of the listening takes place from the recording. Not everybody can call in live. Anyway, Not everybody uh, has the kind of free time that you and I have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of placements, how you doing? Give up. Yeah, how okay. you doing? Okay. I I got to get to the guest, okay? And nope. I can talk to you. Answer my question. Lay How's off. The I placement business. Hey, Casey Boyer, the guest who called in yesterday and was nice enough to call call back today. Stacy Boyer, welcome to the show. Are you there? I am here. How's it going? Great. It's great. Listen, I didn't arrange. Do you want to sing a song? Do you have a song that you like no. to sing? No. You know Long, you know want, long Black Veil? I want veil? no part of that. No, absolutely. You know Long Black Veil? I'll, I'll long listen. Black Veil. You know it? I'll, Ten I'll... years ago. <laughs> on a cold, dark night. Jerry, do you know that? On a train Jerry. bound from Georgia. Listen no, to that. Somebody, Somebody that killed. It's a courthouse light, something like that. Anyway, I'll go on to this uh, guest of ours. He's got 15 years' experience. He's a hands-on, heirs-certified talent leader. Uh, it, you know what? You said in your article, stop with the stupid job titles. Yeah. We're all just recruiters, and then you call yourself a leader. I made a point of that yesterday. Yep. That's me playing me. the game. I acknowledge that. Big phony. Uh, you big phony leader. You know Don't what? Stop with the you title. have to... You have to, at some point, if you're going to step out of uh, the, the, the working solo in the bedroom, uh, you have to play the game. I used to have my LinkedIn profile used to be a picture of me and my two girls with a big tub of Cheetos, uh, and it was beautiful, and uh, it just doesn't work. You've got to, to some extent. But, yeah, uh, today I'm, I'm a disruptor. Okay, leader. Okay, no, no. The other thing disruptor. is, I've got to tell you. 
Before the show started, I asked the guy, I said, do you have a Twitter account? He says, no. He was just out and out lying, because then later on, he told me he did. And here it is for the people who are following on Twitter, C-P-T-R-13. It's like chapter with, you know, the vowels and a few of the consonants take out. C-P-T-R-13. That's his Twitter name. C-P-T. Captain? C-P-T-R. C-P-T-R-13. His name is State D with an E. Now, Stacy, I don't like any of this. Okay, fine. (laughs) Okay, okay. Now, uh, I think uh, I'm going to get right into it. He is the king of texting recruiting. Now, maybe there's some other guys doing it, but they're keeping it a secret. He wrote a big, long article, really long, and I've read all of it, and there's an exciting story about how he got into it with a project for call centers. Do you want to tell us a story? And if you're getting boring, I'm going to interrupt you. Okay, Stacy, go ahead. Yeah, by all means, and I, I tend to get uh, rambly on this stuff if you couldn't figure that Just out. Just do it! Um, Just do yeah. it! <laughs> so, yeah, so I started playing with texting before this project. This project was really the first thing where I got to kind of put it out there um, and see how it works, but in a nutshell, uh, I took um, some free software, open source software that's just out no, there. No, 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 Do I have to tell you? Do I have to tell your story for you? Do I have to tell your right. story? I will summarize. Uh, I built some software. No, no, that, no. Here's the ahead. story. I'll, I'll stop. Wait, I'll cue it up for you, and then okay. I'll help you tell it. Okay. Hey, everybody. My name's Stacy Boyer. I did a project last summer with a lady who was in charge of recruiting for two call centers, and her team was struggling to hit their numbers. Mm. I'd never done call, call center recruiting before, and the thought of recruiting for those jobs filled my mind with all kinds of pain. She had to fill, listen to this, 150 jobs a month. The daily goal was 45 interviews. Daily goal, 45 interviews. There were two different jobs. And they had some, they, they some uh, skill sets they wanted. The first was customer service. The second job was collections. Now, Stacy, do I have to keep reading, or can you take it from here? <laughs> I, I, yeah, look, uh, call center recruiting is definitely a different world. Um, I've always done professional, but uh, long and short, they were doing recruiting like everybody does recruiting, which is essentially a silo. All right, so you start the process, you finish the process, and that's fairly normal in my experience. Um, so I built a system, and to really, okay, really let me, paraphrase let me, oh, no, it. No, 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 wait a sec. Wait, wait, wait. Let me fill it in for people. Okay, he had six recruiters working on the team. They were in the Philippines, okay? They were over there, okay? And then he tells you how the recruiters spent their day. He thought they were wasting a lot of time, and they had this huge – uh, uh, quota, 45 in-person interviews a day. So he decided to automate it, and he'd never done this before, right? Also, here's where they were getting the resumes, from Monster and Career Builder, and he had a resume aggregator. What do you mean by that? What's a, like, Indeed? What's a no, resume uh, aggregator? There's a few tools out there, and this is not new stuff. It's been around 10 years or so. I used Talent Hook in this instance. There's some um, four or five, six, seven other aggregators that will search multiple uh, job boards or websites at once and bring them all down uh, with one search. So I automated sourcing and screening for this process, all of it. 
the first piece was the aggregator. The rest was the Hold testing. on a second. Jerry, have you ever heard of these resume aggregators? I don't know anything about them. Uh, no, I'm learning about them right now. Anybody else? Cause okay. I'll ask you um, a few questions. Anybody else on the line who knows about the resume aggregators? No? I could okay. use some aggregation. I mean, I could use yeah, that. I was using this tell- 15 years ago. This is not new Okay, stuff. yeah, well, we don't know about it, eh, Big Shot? <laughs> What's the name of it? Um, uh, Talent Hook was what I used. Talent Hook has been around for it? at least Talent, 10 years. Talent, Talent Hook. Talent Hook. Hook. And yeah. what it How does. Much? Yeah. Oh, now, we've all heard about Talent Hook, haven't you, Animal? No. Seriously? You just said you don't know what a, a resume aggregator no, is. No, I okay? did I said I'm learning about them now, learning more about them. But I know what talent hook is. Okay. Who doesn't? Yeah, it's, okay, it's been around for a while. You, you, that's what, what you were using. So you built a machine. You built some software yourself. Tell us about it. Right. Okay, so I took some software that was sitting out there uh, and just changed the functions. So I didn't build the software. I, I took software that was intended for something completely different, and I put it into recruiting, and then I tweaked it. Uh, so I'm not a coder. I didn't mess with code. I just sort of saw something sitting there that could be used in recruiting and wasn't being. Um, and and that, that's really what it was. Now, basically, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Like well, and that that's sort of one of the points of that article is that all of these kind of bigger picture things, they're out there already. They're just not uh, in, in the lens of recruiting, and nobody sees them sitting there because they don't have the word recruiting on them. But it's all out there. Okay, so you now, got some texting, you got some texting software, right? Yep. And you, cr- you created a, a CSV file. Please tell everybody what a CSV file is. It's really just an Excel program, uh, file, isn't it? That's right. It's an Excel sheet, I think maybe a little bit more kind of universal. Uh, but it's just a list of names and numbers. That's all it is. Um, okay. And well, that's real handy, isn't it? <laughs> well, he <laughs> got it from – he had the resumes. He had the resumes from uh, Career Builder and uh, Monster and whatever other and talent uh, hook. job boards. Right. Talent yeah, Hook was me, bringing in other job boards. Right, yeah. Let me start so to you finish had... real quick. Well, let me, yeah, I'll zip through. So they're coming down the job boards every morning, and this is all automated. So after you get it set up, you hit go. Every morning, in this case, 500 resumes are sitting there. I can bulk upload 500 resumes into the applicant tracking system. I can spit that out as a CSV sheet and then upload it into the texting system. So the goal is automation. I don't want to have to do really any of it. What's your ACS? Uh, In that instance, I was actually using Big Biller, which uh, Mm -hmm. I I don't don't, know. Top echelon's uh, cornerstone solution. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you automatically had these resumes going into the ATS. The ATS parsed them, put them into an Excel sheet, uh, and then that was automatically uploaded into the texting software, and it sent out how many texts mm-hmm. a day? Well, however many I wanted it to, but at that point it was about 500 candidates every morning. Now, and it, 500 candidates uh-huh. does not mean 500 texts, so... 
I tried to be good with numbers in the article, but I figure for every one you're sending out initially in, in this setup, there was a total of about three outgoing texts. So I was, no, three total. So probably 1,500 texts uh, total on a daily basis. Hmm. Okay. And you were flabbergasted by the response, right? Yes. I mean, I, I thought it would work. Uh, I was yeah, thrilled okay, when I saw it. Don't argue with me. Look. You can't tell a story. The guy was blown away because all these recruiters in the Philippines, they spent their days playing telephone tag with people. But all of a sudden, he's sending out hundreds of text messages. And people are, you know, you don't have to worry about catching them when they can use their phone. They got the messages and they responded. The response was huge. So the people in the Philippines? The the recruiters were in the Philippines. The recruiters were in the Philippines. Yeah, the team of recruiters that were working on the call center roles. They were all sitting in the Philippines. Okay. So, so they, you know, they weren't playing telephone tag anymore. These people, uh, got, they got the the message and they responded. And then you set up an auto responder that sent them screening questions through their phones. Am I right? Correct. Yeah. I I built about, about, tell us about the auto responder. Is there something special we should know about it before we move on? It works. Uh, so we're not talking about an auto responder. We're talking about automatically screening candidates by text, which is by far the most effective way to communicate right this second. So Uh automated screening. That's yeah. Uh That's awesome. Okay. So, but at this point though, the recipient do you think that they sensed the lack of human touch with an auto text responder? I mean, I get auto yeah. texts from Verizon and whoever else, you know, and it's very, very sterile. And yeah. this is the human so, touch. I think that there are sort of different responses for – I think the different level of candidate that we're talking about comes into play. I think personality comes into play. Uh on those roles, I got next to no pushback about the autoresponder. Most people responded. I think people kind of get a kick out of it. That would probably wear off. Um, but yeah. even into the more professional-level roles where I expected pushback, I didn't get anywhere near as much as what I expected. And I'm not sure that I got much more than what you get by email or even phone calls. Um, it wasn't okay. anywhere near as bad he as said, I expected. Jerry, he said he got a 90% open rate, and he's seen that statistic consistently yeah, men- mentioned. 90%. Yeah, people open their texts. Sure. Right. And especially, this was a while back, if I'm not mistaken, right? Last summer. When was it? Yeah, yeah. Last summer, yeah. Okay. Well, people open their texts. So- Okay, well, he's saying that's way better than email. It's way better than phone, yeah. and you get yeah. a huge response. Now, I'm going to do an ad before we move on, so I need just a minute. I'm going to go grab a sandwich. A little shake. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, everybody. Have you ever heard of main sequence technologies? Let me say that again so you'll remember it. Main sequence technologies. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you who they are. They're the company that produces PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter. And you know who the president, I'm going to ask you another question, who you know who the president of Main Sequence Technologies is? Can, Martin can I, Snyder. I was going to answer that. I didn't go get my sandwich. You said, it's Martin you said, Snyder. Gonna, yeah, it's Martin Snyder, right? 
And I would tell you his middle initial. Do you know it, Jerry? J. I don't know what it is. Might be Q. It might be P. He's never told me. Gabby Martin. But you know what? That's the only thing that has a flow to it. You know what I do know? I know what PC Recruiter is famous for, and that's its versatility. It works anyway you want it to it's very flexible and you know why because pc recruiter is made for every kind of recruiting if you want it for executive search you got it you want it for direct hire you got it if you want Uh. it for staffing yeah yeah got it martin Uh. snyder calls it you know what he calls it jerry he calls it Swiss army knife of recruiting yeah everybody knows that now everybody knows that you've done such a good job But you know what I say? I have my own tagline. I just say, PC Recruiter loves you. If you're a recruiter, PC Recruiter loves you. So check it out. That gets right to it. PCRecruiter.net. PCRecruiter.net. Not .com. He says it's .com, but I know better than the boss. PCRecruiter.net. Okay. What happens if you go to PCRecruiter.com? I I don't go anywhere. I get a dead page. And I told him about it many, many times. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to squat on it. Remember the old domain squatting days? Still happens. I'm doing it right now. Let's get back back to the guest, okay? I'm back to the the guest. Who's the guest again? Uh, A guy named Stacy Boyer, and he's talking about tech. Filipino recruiter. I like it. No, he's not (laughs) Filipino. He's American. He's not? No. I've misread this whole thing, then. I've misread this whole thing. He was in the States. His team was in the Philippines. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, this was last okay. summer. Yeah, only last summer. It wasn't long okay. ago. This is not ancient history. Okay. Okay. Now, now I'm back up to uh, speed. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Stacy Boyer, are you back with us? I'm here. Okay. You were able to cut from that team. You cut down a few recruiters after you brought in this uh, about half of them. You got rid of about half of them after you brought in this texting system. Am I right? Yeah, they uh, they turned it back pretty quick, and you know I said in the article, I'm, looking back, I think I could have frankly removed recruiters from the process entirely. Man, I'd love to do that. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Okay. And 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 here's yeah. something else: the, the texting messages. See, there's a lot of stuff about how how long your messages are. We'll get to that because it makes a big difference in how much they cost. And, you know, at what stage you should have long messages or short messages. But first of all, there's the number of screening texts, the number of screening messages. Uh, when you're doing these, give us an example of the kind of screening, screening uh, questions you asked via text message. I'll, if you don't remember, I know what they are. Okay, go ahead. Sure. So uh, for that one, I think it was like eight. Um, each text is effectively a tweet. So you don't have a lot of words to work with, uh, and there's really no room for fluff. So they're basic questions. Uh, call center job, do you want to discuss? Yes. Uh, located in Boise, Idaho, do you, you know, is that commutable? Yes. Uh, so just real simple, basic, and uh, knockout questions. That's all we're trying and to do. And you told them the salary. salary as well. Hold on, salary. You, you talked to them about salary in, in, the, in the text, right? Okay, Absolutely. but you, didn't you didn't you say how many questions did you say you asked these people via text before you brought them in for an interview? 
Well, for the call center, it was, I think, eight. And then it yep. was a phone screen with the recruiter and then an in-person interview. But the phone screen with the recruiter is basically just confirming and scheduling. It's very short. Okay, hold on a second, though. With, with these eight questions, um, is, is okay, now I can't remember what I was going to say. Uh, is that normal? Will other people, or you think that was specific to this job, that people will answer was, eight questions on the phone? It was very specific to the job. I think you have okay. to gauge for whatever you're working. Okay, okay. Is there anything else we should know about this? Uh, uh, I think you were spending about $300 a month on texting, and we'll get more into that. Is there anything else about that story that, that we should know? That's about it, right? Well, no. Anybody got it? <laughs> well, well, hold on real quick. I think this is important because it goes to the bigger tone. That system uh, right there, uh, as I, not just call centers. Uh, I think pretty much any high-volume, single-skill recruiting, gone. And I'm really painting a, you know, with a broad brush, but uh, warehouse, uh, production, I mean, you pick any high-volume, yeah. single-skill thing, and automated screening, boom, how much of recruiting can be eliminated today. We're not talking about AI. That's you can eliminate any of the any of those non. Geez, I don't know how to say it. Like the, those jobs don't require much quote recruiting anyway. I mean that's just a further continuation along the post and prey spectrum, isn't it? Well, it's it's a funnel. It's not recruiting, and I think that yeah. you know that should be kind of separated. So okay, well, hold on a second. Wait, 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 because because you, because you're not dealing with um, all the uh, deeper issues that more of a professional, Correct. higher Correct. level recruiting, you know, relocations and counter offers and okay. interview okay, feedbacks. Okay. Wait, let me, uh, Jerry. You want me to hang up? You're saying you don't want me to no. participate? No, no, but I want to tell you, I know a little more about what's going on here than you do, and you're wasting time with these questions. This guy says he's recruited up to the director level using text. I want to read you something he said. He said, two years ago, I would never consider texting a candidate. I considered it to be too personal. Email was okay. The phone was my key tool. Then you read about it. I can tell you prepared for the interview, Animal. I was only replying to when Stacy said that recruiting is done for. It's out with this approach. No, 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 no. That's what he said. Let me lead this. That's exactly what he said verbatim. Let me lead this. So then he started texting. He would this what he would do. He would call first, he would email and then he'd text instead of just emailing and calling, right? Yeah. But the texting was so successful that it switched around completely. Almost overnight, he would text first. Then he would call. Then he would email. And then he was just texting. He says it was so fantastic that he switched almost entirely to texting. Forget the on the first contact. Right. Forget the phone. But it sounds like he moved away from the automated texting. And then then the personalized texting. There's a difference. Yeah, but we're talking about two different things here. Exactly. Um, Because 
Yeah, well, that article sort of encompasses the call center, um, but most of my recruiting uh, that I was playing around with was normal professional recruiting. Um, so everything that you guys are kind of kicking around right now, yeah, outside the call center where it's super high quantity, high volume, um, yeah, I mean bulk, but bulk of 20 people, you know. And, yeah, you've got to get on the phone with professional people. I'm not talking about uh, that is dead today. That's not. That's dead 10 years from now. That's different stuff. Right. Uh, okay. Well, let uh, you know what. And and I that hold on a second. That's the point I was making about five minutes ago, Animal. No. So okay. Let once me tell again, people, I win. Yeah, no, 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 no. I let win. Let me tell people. Okay. Yeah, you win. Okay. Just like uh, Charlie. Okay. Look, here's what he was saying. His initial text would say, "Hi, Bob. I saw your resume. Do you have some time today to talk about this job, job X Y Z?" Signed, Stacy Boyer. Okay, that was his message. And then, uh, you know, he saw right away that he was getting. This is even before the call center that he was getting a much better response than by email or phone. And then he would ask follow-up questions, even for the regular jobs, not the low-tech manual labor jobs. He would say, "Bob, I forgot to ask you this. It's in this city. Is that commutable?" Okay, and also then he then he'd say, you know, Bob, I want the text. I my manager wants to bring you in. Do you have a second to talk? And you go to the phone, right? Is that right, Stacy? That's right. Okay. So yeah, what's that? Look, kind I of mean, disagree you... with there, animal. Well, no, yeah, I want look, people. I mean, that's controversial there. I mean, that's not rocket science. No, I want him to know what people eat. Look, I I have a lot of people on the show. Nobody ever said they use texting as their first method of contact. And that's what this guy does. So I want people to know what he puts into those messages. And Great, what's we've covered it. Messages. This is not a one-hour show. What are we talking about next? We've covered it. No, this is no, we haven't. Oh, yes, tons, we have. There's tons of information here. Okay. Uh, oh, really? I I yeah. can't wait. The guy okay, touched well, people. All, I dig it. Hardly revolutionary. Okay. Is Hardly it legal, rocket Jerry? science going on Jerry, there. Is it legal? Is it legal, Jerry? Sure, is it, it is. It's all legal. Stacy, you say Stacey. legal or illegal? Yeah, legal. Here. Is it legal? Is it same thing? Same question. Is it legal or illegal? Actually, well, not the same I, question. I think I covered that, Jerry. Do you think it's illegal? No. Oh, okay. It yeah, might be but, though. Um, I don't know. No. 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 Stacey, no. Wait the, up. The, you covered it in the yeah, article. Here. We didn't talk. We yep. didn't talk about it in the show. Okay. How about the listening to the show? Is it yep, legal? Fair enough. It is okay. legal under the right circumstances. Yes. <laughs> right. Want me Look, to tell them, or are you going to tell there's, them? There's two points here, and this is online. There was a, uh, a court case uh, last year down in Texas uh, about this specifically, uh, texting in recruiting. Um, and there was a person that worked at an insurance company. The person left the insurance company. They got sort of a bulk text a little after they left. They sued the company for uh, text spam. Uh, it got thrown out of court. And basically it comes down to two things. Uh, do you have approval to text this person, and are you trying to sell something? And if you do have approval, uh, and you are not trying to sell something, then you're okay. 
Uh, and so recruiting, you're not trying to sell something, um, I'm assuming. Um, and then for me, uh, when I'm doing this stuff, I'm pulling resumes or career builder or job posting, and that imp uh, the approval to contact is there from the get-go. So it's a non -issue. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah, well, here's an sure. issue. Here's an issue. It's if you're a headhunter and you say if you find someone's number uh, online, like from Jigsaw or Spokio yeah. or whatever, yeah, that's not legal. You can't text them about a job. Is that right? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you have to meet both those criteria or just one. I wouldn't do it. Um, but I would certainly dig into it and make sure if you're outside of kind of those two points that I covered. Hold on. If I, so hold on, here's a big deal. If I get some, if you get the person's phone number from a resume that is, uh, it's been submitted to a job board. Yes. There's a tacit agreement to receive, uh, information from any me across any medium about the job. You can send somebody a text. I've got this position. Are you interested? That's legal, right? And I, strange enough, they don't consider uh, pitching a job to be selling. I do, but the, the law says it's okay. But if you find their number and they haven't submitted their resume anywhere, then it could be illegal. To, in fact, in the article, you clearly say it is illegal to text them. But if you get their number, let's say they have a LinkedIn profile. They don't have their number on that LinkedIn profile. You find it somehow. Is it legal to contact them and say, hey, they put their profile on LinkedIn. That's a tacit admission that they're willing to receive uh, recruiting calls. Yeah, but then you don't get the second point, though. You're not uh, – yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. Um, I think there's enough, and this is new enough, to where there's plenty of latitude, frankly, even working from the job board. And I know that's just a faux pas in real recruiting, but fine. You know, you uh, dig up your five or ten perfect candidates and do your research, and I you know can what? slam this is a, a 50 huge or 100. I don't know. Jerry hung up. I want everyone to know. Jerry hung up because I wouldn't listen to him. But this is a huge issue. It's a big fly in the ointment from what you're selling us. Sure, you can harvest resumes from job uh, banks, resume banks on Monster or Career Builder, but if you find someone who's good, you can't use their phone number to text them. You got to get in touch with them via email. I don't even know if that's legal. I mean, uh, it's confusing to me. Okay, that's a big issue, and you should find that out. Not come here and tell me you don't know because I thought you did know. Well, sure, okay. but I want to separate a few things here, okay? No, uh, I want to do an yeah. ad. I want to do okay. an ad. Can you hold on? We'll come back to it. Hey, everybody. Absolutely. Thank you. I'll only be a minute. Yesterday on my Facebook group, there was a big discussion about LinkedIn, and one guy said, I got on the Hire Tool platform, and it is amazing. I'm cutting LinkedIn Recruiter as soon as my contract is up. It has become a glorified job board. With the egregious prices they charge, I don't find it worthwhile anymore. Now, hire tool, he said he's getting on. What's that? I'm going to spell it for you. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. H-I-T-U-A-L. It's a sourcing tool. And this is what he says. With the other tools out there like hire tool, why should I pay LinkedIn? If you want a demo, reach out to Nintran. N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N
S-I-L-E-N-H-T-R-A-N. There's that silent H. I tell him to get rid of it, but he won't. He'll give you a demo. No pressure. No strings. I've had that demo. This guy says it's worth it. One more recruiter. One recruiter said, and I know her. She said, here's what I recommend. Dump LinkedIn recruiter and get the $59.99 account from LinkedIn. Then get higher tool subscriptions for your whole team. It ends up being way cheaper. So there you have it. From people in the trenches, please, you can trust me on that. It came from, it came from people I know on my Facebook group. They weren't plants. And they're telling you, you know what they're telling you? Check out HireTool.com. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. Thank you. Dot com. Okay. Back to uh, Stacy. Okay, we're going to put the legality to the side. Because I have to tell you something. If, you're send, if you find someone's email address or you find somebody's name and you know where they're working and you figure out just from the general structure of the emails in that company that it's first name dot last name at companyname.com, you're not getting permission to send it there. Some people don't like it, but I've never heard of anybody getting sued for it. So if you find that same person and somehow you figure out their uh, cell phone number, then, hey, it can't be illegal either. I just don't think it will be. But here's the question, Stacy: how do you get their numbers? How do you get their numbers if you're not getting them from uh, a resume? Is there any way to do it? Are you talking about in the context of texting or just in general? Um, look, for me, uh, removing all this stuff and just talking about recruiting, um, if I can't track down a number Googling around, I mean, I've got resources like any of the, uh, the folks do, um, I'll call the front desk and just go through yeah, to their yeah, work line. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah, you'll go through their work line. Yeah, but you can't text them then because you need a mobile phone number. For texting, Correct. the company number is not a mobile phone. Okay, that makes a big, big difference. If you're a headhunter, you're not going to have their, you're not going to have their cell phone number. Absolutely. You'll call the front desk and you'll go through the, you know, the uh, automated yes. uh, phone bank or something like that. This is a huge issue that you know you're just sort of sidestepping. Yeah, but I want to be clear. I'm not saying that this is the um, the end all be all for everything. Um, I'm saying that there are cases uh, where the bulk texting with the autoresponders just crushes everything. But even for the most part, uh, regular kind of agency recruiting, yeah, texting should be in there as much as possible because it's just so much more effective. But sure, okay, well, if you, you want, see, that's but, way different. See, you, where you distinguish yourself was saying, I use texting as a first contact, method of first contact. Absolutely. Okay? Yes. And, yeah, that only works if you're, you've somehow got the resume uh, in advance and they've got their number printed on it. For, for most headhunting, you're calling the person at work, at least in my experience. So, you know, stop. it makes a big that's, difference. Let's know, move on. We all like to we all like to pretend, but no, that's not true at all. You're saying no, none of the 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 higher end, uh, oh, the, the headhunters that uh, that are listening. Nobody uses CareerBuilder. No, not many. That's not I don't, true. I don't. I don't. We, think no, so. that's baloney. We all sit here and pretend that that we're these uh, well-oiled machines, but no, that's not true at all. Plenty of people do, no doubt. Uh, but job boards get used. 
And if you okay. measure effectiveness. What about dice? Yeah. You didn't mention dice. Do you ever use that? What other boards do you use? Uh, I mean, I've used Career Builder and Monster plenty. I've been on dice here and there, but I've never been IT-focused, ironically. Okay. Okay. Now, you have a, you have a, a great love also of calendar scheduling tools, right? Yes. You want to tell us how that fits into your uh, vision? Yeah. So, well, I mean, same with everybody, except you, it works in texting as well, and it, it sort of uh, is a, a closing piece in texting. But uh, I've always, well, I don't know, for the last year, year and a half, I've had a calendar link uh, in my email signature. Um, and with texting, it, it eliminates the phone And you know what? I've got to tell you. I gotta tell you, you came on the show, and you're kind of way more low key. I I was aware of this might be the case. You're way more low key here than you are in your article. You're you're very passionate there. I just want to give people a taste of what I, you know, so just so you don't think I'm crazy like Jerry does. I want to give you a taste of what I'm talking about. Here's what Stacy says in his article: If you don't have a calendar scheduling tool, get one. Texting a link that allows candidates to schedule a time to talk is downright lethal. How much time do we waste on phone tag? Really, it's just nuts. I have used a pointlet forever, but I don't think they have a free tier anymore. Calendly is another good one that I've played with uh, recently. Uh, I think you also talk about easyappointments.org, you know, that's a, a, a different one. I mean, but you're really crazy yeah. enthusiastic about sending links to your online calendar through uh, text. But you didn't do that when you were mass texting these guys in, uh, in that call center job, did you? Absolutely, I did. Yeah, that was the last text. I mean, if, if, if you go through this chain and you say yes seven times, the last text you're getting says, great, here's a link. Schedule a time to talk to a computer, a, a, a recruiter. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, the the texting with the calendar, because otherwise you're playing tag by text, and that doesn't really save anything. You slap okay. a calendar link at the end. Yep. That's it. Okay. A point let. How much does that cost you? A point L E T. How much does it cost? I don't know. I still have the free tier. I think I'm grandfathered. But oh, last okay, time you're I grandfathered. At- okay. So Calendly is free, and that's for Gmail, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of them people talk about. If you, if you go to my Facebook group, RecruitingTricks.com, top right corner, there's a search field. If you put in scheduling, uh, in a calendar, whatever, you'll, you'll get a number of discussions about this stuff. Now you're talking about tools. If you're sending single texts, Google Voice works for you, and it's free. Is that right? Yeah, honestly, I, th- I think that's by far the best. You're not supposed to use it for work stuff, so that's a decision you have to make. But, um, yeah, Google Voice is ideal. I thought Google Voice was uh, phased out. It's now part of G+, or Google uh, Hangouts. Yeah, Hangouts, whatever, semantics. It's the same thing, though. Uh, I mean, okay. as far as the functions, it's it's all still there. Okay, and so you use something called Mighty Text. You say that's also good, but there's a, a monthly limit on how many you can send for free, right? Correct. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of apps for Android that basically connect your phone to your computer, so you can do all the texting on your computer and send the text through the phone. Um, apparently, iPhone doesn't really have anything because iPhones aren't. They don't allow you to do that. But Google Voice, I think, 
worked with an iPhone. But what about and, just going to your desktop? Can't you? There's this, this software that allows you to send text through through your desktop. Am I wrong about that? Through the web? Yeah, that that's what I'm talking about. Now I've never okay. had an iPhone. I actually was researching it, and I'm not sure you can do that with an iPhone. You may be able to, um, but okay. I couldn't find anything. Okay, so um, let me see. Just a couple of other uh, couple of other issues here. Then we can move on. But Jerry's not here. Okay, bulk texting. Uh, don't use Google Voice for that. Your account got blocked because you were sending too many at one time. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Uh, when I started texting, and it started, you know, I saw that it worked, and I started texting five candidates, one after another, and then ten, and twenty, and at some point. Uh, they they put a lock on my account and I had to figure out uh, why and you just you know it's meant for personal use so if you start doing volume on Google Voice they'll lock you down. What's volume? What's what's the max that you should be sending per month on Google Voice? Twenty or thirty outgoing, one right after another, uh, a few times a day. Much. Oh but really? I, mean, I just really started hammering it. Okay, and and people, a lot of people, if they're in house at a you know at a corporation, their ATS will handle this for them. I, I'm not clear. You you seem to be wishy washy about that. Some of them are good, some of them aren't. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah. So as far as the stuff that's out there, I mean, I've I've identified some stuff. I've never really used the, the features that are built in because I'm, I'm sort of further down the road. Um, I know that applicant okay. tracking systems. Go ahead. No, no, that was 903. He called in from the highway or something. He can listen, but I okay. can't leave his uh, mic open. I mean, he's making too much noise. Go ahead. Okay. So, ATS, so, yeah, so do you have anything? Wait, have you're some... so, we're starting to get boring. We're getting really boring. Is there anything else to say about ATS? What about these autoresponders? Uh, are they built into uh, these these texting systems? I haven't found anything that is marketed towards recruiters that have autoresponders. There may be one system at this point. Um, I'm not sure, but I haven't looked in the last six months or so. It doesn't so. matter, though. What does it matter if it's, if it's, if it's targeted for recruiters? You just need because, a texting because system. Because recruiters, <laughs> have you ever went out and looked at marketing software for your job? Because recruiters look at recruiting stuff. So the software may be sitting there you know, the, for sales or for marketing or for whatever, but most people, they only look at recruiting. So you have to kind of define that. The, the better texting software that you can go out right now and actually pay for, in my opinion, is going to be marketing-focused stuff, and you just have to uh-huh. use it for recruiting. Okay. And you, here's something important. Uh, on your initial tweet, you're going to get the most turndowns from your initial tweet, right, or, yeah. or, or, or message, your initial text. So keep it short. You know, if you have a, a, t- a text that goes over 160 characters, you're going to have to pay double or triple for your texting. So keep it really short on the first message. And then if someone actually responds, then they're worth investing in if you want to send them a longer message. Is that you said this is very important. Is, is it right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, because it's, again, effectively a tweet. You have to keep it to that. So if you go over that, you're being charged for two texts, and two texts is no big deal, but if you multiply that by 1,000 or 20,000 and you're losing 50% of that right off the bat, well, 
don't do it. I mean, that, that'll yeah, but how add could up you be losing 50%? You said the response rate was 90%, but some of those responders are telling you that, no, I'm not interested. No. So that, again, you're kind of mixing different things up. I said the view rate is in the high 90%. Uh, first contact response rate is generally anywhere from 50 to 80%. Um, and the bulk thing I did for call center, the response rate on the initial text was about 50%. Okay, so you made a message, a, a mistake, though, in that one. You said you were sending essentially three text messages to each person. You wouldn't do that again now that you know better. Is that right? That's right, because it's, it's okay. half waste, and I watched my, uh, my money go down fast. Okay, so, and then when, so, but then when you're doing these follow-up questions to screen them, uh, you can use longer texts if you have to, because then you're talking to people who are engaged. Yes? Correct. Yeah, much higher engagement rate and much less loss. Okay, so you're telling people that they can send out uh, messages. What is it, 1000 you're saying for 450 or 750 a month? Yeah, I'm saying if you dig around and you look at the software that's out there and the services, the lowest that I've seen so far is 0.0045 cents per text. So half a penny per text is what you can get it down to if you know what you're doing. Okay, and, and how do you do that? What do you, what do you search? What are you searching on Google? Oh, you got to dig. <laughs> no, not, no, no, no. I'm not giving away I gotta dig. You, Wait a um, second. Yeah. i got to do another – Go, no, okay, what, what do you search on Google? What do you search? Well, okay, so at that point in time, I mean, I really was just trying to learn about what is being done with texting I'm talking about the people who are listening to this show. Yeah. Stay with me. They're listening to this show. They want to, you, you know, you've told them it's worthwhile. It sounds like it to me. And so, you know, the only worry is, A, that you don't have the mobile numbers, and B, if you have them, that you might be doing something illegal. I don't think it's really illegal, and that might be easy to check as well. But let's say you've got the numbers, you want to do it, uh, and you want to find out the best platform to do it on, how much it's going to cost. What should they Google to find out? All right. Texting so software. So want to – Yep. If you just wanted the stuff sitting there that you're going to pay for, yeah, texting software, marketing texting, recruiting texting, take your pick. Okay. It's not going to but take much digging. digging. digging what, did you say, what do you mean when you say digging? What do they have to search to dig? What, what words should, should they use? Oh, y'all got to figure that out. I'm not giving that away. Oh, thanks. I love <laughs> I'm not you guys. That. I'm on this no. show. They come on the show and say, I'm not <laughs> No, stop. I'm, not I'm giving away the farm here. You guys are talking about should we be texting. I'm giving you numbers, statistics, prices. No. If you, if you want to find the free software, go find it. It's there. Um, okay. I'm not telling I you gotta that. I've got to do an ad. i got to do an ad. i got to do an ad. Okay. Hey, everybody. You know Martin Snyder. I just talked about him a few minutes ago. Jerry helped me, too. He's the boss over at PC Recruiter. And he tells me, this is important, that when you buy recruiting software, your focus should not be on the ATS or the CRM alone. No! Concerned about your vendor's partners. You know why? Because the quality of their integrations is going to make a big, big difference to you. And PC Recruiter is very proud of its partners. It likes to put them on display, right? It's not hiding them under the rug. I'm going to tell you some of the names. Hireable, text. Colonel, 
Broad Bean, Logic Melon, and Ring Central. I love that Logic Melon. I, I don't know what it means, but I like it. I kind of like Ring Central as well. So if you want to check them out, go ahead. But I do want you to check out PC Recruiter because PC Recruiter loves you, and so do their partners. PCRecruiter.net. That's where you'll find them. PCRecruiter.net. You know, I can't believe that Jerry, you know, he, he, I wanted to talk more about texting. He didn't read your article. This guy, Stacy Boyer, S-T-A-C-E-Y-B-O-Y-E-R. He's got a really nice, long, detailed article on LinkedIn all about this. So just put in uh, Stacy Boyer LinkedIn, and you can find this uh, article. It's got everything in it. I'm just trying to add to it a bit, and he's resisting. But I'm trying to be good information here. I still think there's some good information here. Okay. Now you've also recruited truck drivers, right? Using this system. Yes. Yes. Okay. Very successful. I recruited zero truck drivers using this. Uh, I failed. It was a spectacular mess. Um, They responded the same as everyone else. All of the text response rates were right along the lines of everything else. There is an entirely different issue with truck drivers, uh, which I learned uh, during that process. So they're sort of a special case and and separate stuff. So texting, it works the same, uh, just couldn't get them all the way to the end. Okay. So for the director-level jobs, you weren't sending out masses. Was that single text like the, yeah. was there, you said same, you've worked same a, concept, but I didn't bulk email so or bulk uh-huh. text. Um, yeah, uh-huh. so you know, five candidates, ten candidates, maybe fifteen or twenty tops, one at a time. But then it's still going to be the same types of questions, um, and the response rates. And I didn't expect this, but the director level response rates were really identical to the low level call center stuff. Uh, uh-huh. There was really no uh-huh. differences. Okay, let me see if there's anything else. Now, we're going to finish off with, you said you can build for free your own chatbot. <laughs> your own chatbot, and uh, it will match a resume to a job, email the resume to the hiring manager with a template, schedule an interview, send confirmations to the candidate and the hiring manager, and then send out reminder texts, Right. Are you serious yeah, that an ordinary so that's, that's person? not exactly what I said. Uh, all of those pieces are out there. I have not sat down and, and built that yet. So, yeah, I think the tools are all sitting out there. I see all of these tools, um, the automation and AI tools, and they're all out there free, and I've played with them to different extents. Uh, so I'm pretty sure you could put it together and tie it together all the way through like that, but I haven't done it yet, so I can't say. Okay, uh, I've got to tell you what you see in the article. You can build your own Siri or Alexa. Yep. You don't. You don't have to be a programmer. Okay. Correct. You believe That's that? That's right. You That's know, all I out gotta... there, and it's sitting there for free. And like, where do you go to find that stuff? You mean it's out there? What does that mean? I mean that uh, a lot of this stuff is open source software sitting out there on the Internet available for anybody. You have to dig. You have to learn a little. You do not have to code. The stuff is all okay, out so there. Okay, if, you, you if I go to – after the, the show's over in a few minutes, I go to Google. I put in build my own chatbot. I'll find some sites where it tells me how. Is that what you're saying? 
I think you have to learn a little bit about what what the technology is. But yeah, if you say all this, I found this stuff by digging around. Absolutely. You know what? Um, I got to tell you something. I'm going to post on my group, my Facebook group after the show. Like this guy, Aaron Lintz, he's a sorcerer, and he knows. Uh, you know, they they work with the what that gear monkey or whatever. Uh, they do a little bit of programming. Those are kind of technical guys. Some of these really in depth sorcerers. I bet you they could build a chat box if you don't have to be an out and out programmer. They could probably do it. Okay. I guarantee. Now I got a question. Uh-huh. Yep, go ahead. No, you go, I want to hear your guarantee, okay, because you well, back no, away from I get, Look, here. look, if you get the, – the problem here, the reason that, that for some reason I'm kind of, you know, wound up doing this, um, the problem is not that the technology is not out there. The problem is, is that apparently there aren't very many people who understand what is recruiting and – have a mind for the technology. So yes, anybody that's got a solid understanding of both could do this today. Yes. Okay. And so you're saying 10 years from now, just these regular recruiters, they won't have jobs because of this stuff. Is that what you're saying too? Yeah, you're saying 10, we're on the 20, Titanic, right? We're all done. Something like that. Yeah, absolutely do. And I can back that up, but apparently not today. Why not? Go well, ahead. I you think got that's five a minutes. Long conversation. <laughs> no, no. No, that's a long conversation. You know, the problem is um, on the shows, you guys talk, you talk about one P, you know, AI. You talk about this, you talk about that, and then we just kind of in one fell swoop, now nah, that will never happen. Our job is a combination of functions and all of these, every one of the functions within recruiting right now is being worked on by some company out there. So they're all separate pieces, and they're maturing, and the bad day for us is when somebody takes those pieces and ties them together in a string of processes from a recruiting standpoint. That's it. We're, yeah, can, can we put some names? Here. Can we put some names to those you're talking in general terms? There's pieces. I think you guys. What have, kind of pieces? Yeah, you guys what have talked about all of them. Um, right. So sourcing. You know, any part of the recruiting process. Um, the the AI with the crystal nose, you guys have talked about that. I think there's some interesting stuff happening there. But walk yourself through the recruiting process. And I think every single step of the way, there are companies building functions uh, to to automate those steps. Everyone. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what should recruiters be doing? Looking for another job? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Last question. In your article, you said there's one essential function common to all recruiting. I don't think you told us what it was. What is it? No, you know, I've always kind of wanted to keep that to myself, but I've been reading a lot of, I'll tell you what it is, um, in, in my opinion. Um, I've been reading a lot of stuff lately about bias, and I hate the word because it's very political, but I think the core if you remove the political aspects, really is the one thing that keeps us in recruiting. And I'll I'll put it like this. (laughs) The lowest common denominator in the recruiting process is people. And people throw resumes in the trash because resumes are six pages long or because there's a typo or whatever. You know, I've had hiring managers because they went to a certain school. Um, Yeah, I think it's, it's biases, but it's not necessarily the way it's being kicked around uh, right now. I think if you take a deeper look, uh, that's the core that, that keeps us in there because we put people who say no too quickly 
together. And when that's removed, I think we're done. I think the rest of it is just automation and, and function. Okay. I didn't understand anything you said there, but you know what? You're a smart guy. I enjoyed having you on the show. I'm really glad I read your article because you needed a little guidance. Jerry wants to get paid. He wants to get paid, and he hangs up when he's not happy. I don't like that, so I'm not going to thank him, but I'm going to thank the guest, Stacy Boyer. Michael G. Cox wasn't smart enough to realize that uh, the show was on today. He's telling me now. I put his name on, on Facebook. It's another story. Stacy Boyer, thank you. HireTool.com. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. Thank you for being a sponsor. And the same goes for Marty Snyder over at PC Recruiter. Maybe you'll come back uh, another day, Stacy. Right? So, yes. Yeah. I'd be up for it. I'll have to. Okay, I'll thank have to you. okay animal was okay but the show itself i just same old thing as a recruiter there's there's nothing i'm going to now take to my desk and i am in a state of constant listening learning and applying that's my thing i got nothing from this show i'm not going to do anything new that's what i'm looking for in my learning phase of my career hey i don't need this man
sang a song And then we strolled that golden sand Two sweethearts and the summer wind Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess Aha, in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.